In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Everyone serves good wine first. And then when people have drunk freely an inferior wine, but you have kept the good wine until now. My guess is that for most all of us here, this passage of the wedding feast at Cana is quite familiar. I want to use it that we might be reminded on this beautiful winter morning of the importance and the power of transformation in Christ. Because that's fundamental. I mean, it's teaching things on many levels. It is the witness to the power of Christ Jesus and his manifestation, but also teaches it is an icon of transformation in Christ. That when you are baptized in water and the Holy Spirit, you are born a new creation of the sons and the daughters of God and take off the old life and put on the new. And as St. Paul says quite clearly, this is God's will for you, your sanctification, that you become renewed and holy and transformed in Christ from what you were, the ordinary members of humanity, to what you are destined to be, something unique and glorious. And there are three basic points in transformation in Christ. Nearness to the mother, obedience to Jesus Christ and his commands, and work. First, nearness to the mother. There was a wedding in Cana in Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and his disciples were also there. Notice this. The mother of Jesus is preeminent. The mother of Jesus is there. Jesus' disciples also were there. This is a simply a basic notion of reality. The mother is there to receive the message from the angel. The mother is there at the birth of the Savior. The mother is there at the veiling of the first miracle. At the cross of Jesus, it says, stood his mother at the ringing of salvation. And when the Holy Spirit comes to transform and give power on the earth, it says the apostles were in the upper room gathered around the mother of Jesus. And so to acknowledge that simple reality, that if we wish to be transformed in Christ, we must be near the mother. Say your rosary. Sing your Marian hymns. Have your little icons of Our Lady wherever it is in your home. Second, obedience to the command of Christ. Because take note how this works. Mary says to the servers, do whatever he tells you. She does not say, ah, look, my son is an excellent sommelier. He will know exactly where to go and make some nice wine recommendations. He is friends with the wine dealer down the road. Perhaps he can be of assistance to you. No, he says, do what he tells you. And then comes Christ. Christ does not say, if you wouldn't mind, if you have time, if it is works for you in the midst of all the various servings, if you could, he says instead, fill the jars with water. Do what he says. He says, fill. And so they filled them. Now notice, six stone jars, 20 to 30 gallons. Have you ever lifted 20 to 30 gallons of water? I mean, I don't know about you, but the way they make refrigerators anymore, they have all these like narrow shelving in there. You can barely jam the one-gallon jug out of the refrigerator, for all I can tell, right? Further proof that I think corporate America hates us all. They can't even design a refrigerator. They can get the milk jug out, 
That's just one gallon. 20 to 30 in six stone jars. The command must be followed. And we see this all over Scripture. Many icons of this. Because, see, Christians are not stamped out of a factory line. Rather, the Scripture says, you are the potter, we are the clay. Now, anything that is handmade, even if it's similar one to the next, it has a differentiation in it. Sometimes the image of a sculptor is very powerful, right? If you want to make a sculpture, well, then bigger, smaller, it can be of all different things. Sculpture's not all identical, but you have to use the same tools. If you don't use the same tools, all you do is whacking at a rock with a hammer. If you want to make wine, well, there is whatever, right? Merlot and Cabernet Sauvignon and Pinot Noir and Pinot Grigio and Chardonnay and all this, right? All this beautiful variation and so forth. But there are rules for making wine. If you don't follow those rules, all that left is that swill you have in your basement that your husband won't get rid of, right? That's what needs to happen. That's obedience to the commands of Christ. And then third comes work. The servants had to lift the stone jars, 20 to 30 gallons. That's just work. That's all there is to it. Go to bed on time so you can get up on time, so you can say your prayers in the morning and talk to the divine God, so you can embrace your vocation with joy, so you can go off and sanctify your work, that you can pause for the day and reject all the distractions and focus on things above rather than on things below that you can be renewed every day in your vocation, doing the work. Now, it's not easy, right? Everybody loves the wine. Nobody likes being the grape, because the grape has to get smashed, strained, and those left has to be caged up in a barrel until it ferments, and then. But then, to again quote the sacred scriptures, then you have that wine which, quote, cheers the hearts of gods and men to embrace what is good and true and beautiful, to hold on to and defend life in all of its glory and its ugliness, to try and run to what is truly beautiful and reject what is merely glamorous, to try to strive what is truly just and reject anything less than that to be open-hearted in generosity at every opportunity and reject self-interest and miserliness, to try to embrace a life that is gift to other and reject all forms of selfishness, which is hard. It's easy to be water. Water falls from the sky or comes up from the ground. Gravity pulls it. That's where it goes. The faucet turns on. Out it comes. The faucet turns off. Then it stops. It can go down the drain or the sewer or the street or who knows what. Wherever the winds may blow, however the times may be, that's water. Wine is meant for the table and the goblet and the chalice to seek a memory, remember a holiday, toast a birthday, whatever it may be. That is the power of the Christian. And so, in the life of the gospel, let us be renewed, Lord Jesus. We will stay near to the Heavenly Mother. We will strive to obey the commands of Christ unflinchingly. And we'll do the work. 
And then, even though it may seem late, doesn't matter. Everyone serves good wine first, but Christ God, when people have drunk freely, then he gives the good wine, the glorious life transformed in Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.